right? Because in 07, when I started investing, Zuckerberg, Evan Williams and Jack Dorsey, uh, you know, David Karp, who founded Tumblr, I was betting on them because I'm like, oh, you're like me. You breathe yeah. for this shit. Mm-hmm. A couple years later, when this all got hot, the social network movie came out, everybody saw the money. Now, now I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Like rappers that I think are the coolest in the world think I'm cool. Cool, yeah. 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 Athletes that I think are the coolest, they think I'm cool. And how do I handle that? Not the way you would think. It makes me realize, like, oh shit. Again, I got lucky, gratitude, I'm thankful. I can't believe being an entrepreneur is now cool. When mm-hmm. I was growing up, it wasn't. Right, right. But that also means everyone's always gonna try to be the cool thing. People yeah. always wanted to be a rapper, mm-hmm. an athlete, or in the 80s, a rock star. Mm-hmm. So now what I'm seeing is a lot of people who just wanna be an entrepreneur because it's cool. Right. And what I'm looking for is, do I believe in this person that it's in their DNA or are they subconsciously trying to be it because it's the thing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And welcome to the Darren Woodson Show. Uh, for those of you that are joining us for the first time because you saw Gary V on the title, mm-hmm. welcome. We're glad you're here. A uh, little rundown on who we are. Uh, we are three meatheads, three former athletes uh, that are uh, in the second phase of our life. Uh, we heard a guy last night said, you know, I never say that I'm retired. Ever. Ever. I'm yes. just I was just real tired of football. <laughs> and that's who we are, right? We're in the next phase. But, but with, with the world the way that it is today, you know, the speed that innovation is happening, uh, the way culture is changing, we just want to be a platform for, for perspective. You know, we want to we want to take a level headed approach to it. We want to see both sides. We understand, OK, hey, why you feel that way, why you feel that way. We're going to share our opinions. They're going to be different from some of y'all's. But we want to take a logical, encouraging approach. And that's the biggest thing is everything out there is divisive. Everything out there is, hey, if you don't feel the way that I feel, then you're wrong or you're terrible or you're a racist or you're a bigot or you're whatever it is. Look, we, we want to be the encouraging platform that takes the approach that, look, if we come together, man, we can accomplish a whole lot more. Right. We that's talk right. about everything. We talk about, I mean, think about this. You're sitting at a campfire with your guy friends, your girlfriends on a Friday night. If you got kids, kids are at the babysitter, don't have to worry about anything. And you're just having a very real, transparent conversation. That's who we are at the Darren Woodson Show. And we're really glad that you joined us. Today, we've got Gary V. And everyone, everyone, if you don't know who he is, get out from under the rock that you've been living <laughs> under. Uh, but Gary V is a, a phenomenal, phenomenal visionary person that has, has taken with very little of what he was given and being an immigrant to New York early in life, didn't speak a word of English and grown himself into, you know, a, a nine figure. Yes nine figure entrepreneur but the biggest thing that you'll get out of this podcast and if you ever listen to him is the passion one of the things that you'll hear him say is that it's never about the money i never get anxiety because i love what i do yeah just like we loved football darren obviously you know at the highest level for a very long time one of the best to ever play the game you love football the reason you were great is because you loved it Yes. yes, money was a was a side, side benefit of it. Yeah. 
But you love it. Gary Vee's the same, same way, way with entrepreneurship. Superstar entrepreneur. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. It's a man that has so, uh, and Gary Vee has so much passion. And, and we made the relation to, to those that are superstars in our world today. Yeah. The Ronaldos, the, the, the. Jordans, the, the, Michael Jordans, the LeBron James, the guys who are passionate about the game and understand that it just some some of it comes natural. Yeah, and that's what we saw in Gary Vee. This is natural for him. This is, he doesn't look at this as well. This is a challenge, or I'm nervous about whatever it is. It's something that he does every yeah. single day. I am yeah. a he's a serial entrepreneur, and if you've heard that term before, yeah, this is that guy. But he's a superstar wow. entrepreneur, and yeah. he really loves what he's doing. Yeah. And if you've ever heard Gary, he talks really fast. Yeah, he punches a, he put, puts a lot into a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what he did. We knew we knew we were limited on time, but we knew 15 minutes with Gary or 30 minutes with Gary is going to be more impactful Absolutely. than an hour and a half with somebody else. So that's right. That's why we wanted to have Gary on. Um, and, and he didn't disappoint. And so, again, like Tyler said, thank you for joining us. This is your first time. Uh, we appreciate you having here. We do want to thank our sponsors for the podcast, yep. the first one being Choctaw Casino and Resort. We were just up there a few weeks ago, uh, the episode that just released with Aaron Watson. We actually did that live if you're, if you're, it's your first time, finish this episode. Go back to Aaron Watson. Yes, yeah, it was one of my it, favorites. It was it was awesome, well, and it started off the right <laughs> way because Aaron Watson, actually a country music singer, actually rapped. Yes, in the beginning of that episode, and it was it was yeah. on point. Darren was talking trash the whole way up there. This is the last <laughs> country music singer we'll ever have on this podcast. And then Darren, literally at the end, unsolicited, said that might have been my favorite episode. That was favorite. So go back yes. and listen to that, but. Yes. All that to say, Choctaw was an yeah. awesome experience. They just completed a massive renovation and expansion to their campus. They've doubled everything, pretty yes. much. The brand-new hotel. They've got a resort-style pool. Brand-new restaurants. We got to try it all, and it was a phenomenal was time. So get yourself up there, especially if you're near Durant, Oklahoma. Yeah. Obviously, if, any, from, if you're from anywhere, but if you're near Durant, Oklahoma, yeah. it's an easy drive. Yeah. If you're in DFW, easy drive up I-75. Just an hour the cool, away. The coolest thing, if you're in Texas, if you're in the South, you're anywhere, you don't have to go to Vegas to That's get right. the experience. That's right. That's exactly right. Durant, Oklahoma, backyard. of all places, yeah. Yeah. you get all of that experience. And our wives, my wife likes really nice things, right? Mm-hmm. Like she just, she She's loves really nice things. <laughs> and she couldn't stop talking about it. So, yeah. Choctaw, awesome. And then next, uh, our awesome, awesome partner, Sleep, Sleep Number. number. Yes. I, look, I just got some shipments in yeah. yesterday. Some boxes, got some pillows come in. I'm waiting for that big old mattress to be delivered. But listen, we are so super excited about this partnership. Uh, the three of us competing at the highest level yeah. of football. Um, understand what it is about recovery. And you, in partners with the Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. Dak, you know, is is the poster child That's for them right yeah. now. But here's the deal: is is I know Dak, and Dak is not just a. This isn't just a sponsorship deal. This isn't just a. Yeah. Hey, you pay me, and I'll say what you want to say. He believes in it. You've been in the yeah, locker room, I'm, talk yeah. to those guys exactly, and they're, and 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 they're always talking about their number, yeah. whatever their sleep number is. And listen, you know, it's just not about Dak. And for this this partnership. This is something that we pursued because we're all about recovery. We're all yeah. about mental wealth wellness. We're all about physical uh, our, our physical health. This is about recovery, and Sleep Number is, is the partner that is going to allow us to, to tap into that recovery mm-hmm. and, and live a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. So yeah. I can't wait. Look, I, my bed's not in just yet. Yeah. We'll be in, and I can't wait to get yeah. on that. And I'm the nerd of the group. I love geeking out on you know heart rate variability and, yeah. and, and oxygen consumption and all that good stuff. And so Sleep Number has taken these mattresses. They're the Tesla of mattresses. They've yes. taken and really created an unbelievable uh, technology 
you know, back in the day, you just you just yeah. take a match, you just sleep on it. Yeah. Now they're actually doing all these things to help you, like Tyler said, with your yeah. recovery. So go check out sleepnumber.com. We're very grateful for them for partnering with us. The, the official sleep partner of the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys is yeah. now the official sleep That's partner. Right. Of the Darren Woods and show, right. so we're and super great. And I'm not, I'm not going to say that if you get a sleep number, you're going to be like Gary V in this episode. <laughs> but I'm not, not going to say <laughs> you're, you're going to be one yeah. step closer. I, that's may, for sure. Maybe a sleep number would, would chill him out a little bit. Yeah, be good for <laughs> <him>. relax. <laughs> but anyway, we appreciate you guys again. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Darren Woodson show. Uh, and without further delay, yeah. let's get on with it. Enjoy yeah. the episode, Gary V. What's good, fam? How you doing, brother? I'm salty and angry. Oh, and you a should, diehard Jets fan. You fucking that, should be. Good. You should, but all with your green background, your ass should be salty and angry. Owen three. Zach, hey, well, you know what? All, honestly, it's all about the same. It's like things have not changed. It's not like you should, your expectations should be Owen three, right? I, I'll be honest with you though. I think, and you know this. I think people are a little confused. From 1997, Parcells' first year to 2011. Mm-hmm. Rex's last playoff run yeah. in that 14 seasons, which, you know, I was 22 to 30, you know, it was, you know, 36 and 22 to 36 is like a good sports life yeah. age right. yeah. from, from 97 to 2011, the jets made three AFC championship games, like nine, eight, or nine playoff appearances, and every season where their quarterback wasn't out for the year, Vinny in 99, Pennington, every season where their QB wasn't out for the year, they were every game counted to the last game, whether they made the playoffs or not. So, you know, as a kid, I was used to this because from 86 to 97, in that 11 years, they made one playoff run Mm. in 91, and it was the first day, it was the playoff game against the Oilers and it was the first Saturday game and they mm-hmm. were out. Mm-hmm. So it was quick. Um, Look at you. Dude, oh, he knows real. more about the Jets than oh, you know about Mark. the Cowboys. I, absolutely. I'm real, real, real. Uh, I don't even go into the specifics of how Wesley Walker dropped a pass in the corner of the end zone oh. and Warren Moon wasn't playing well. And like, I got mm. real. Wow. I'm, I've watched every snap of every Jets game since 1982. All of them. Live. No tape delay. So what happens when you own, when you actually, when you're going to own the Jets? So when you I'm actually own the Jets. I'm going to be the best owner in sports. What's the first thing? No, like, no. When, first like thing. For example, ready? For, oh, everything is organizational. Like, yeah. first thing will be, you know, wake up Monday morning and have a meeting with, you know, I'll probably have already a lot of thoughts on it, but like, get a real feeling on, do I feel good about the GM? Mm-hmm. And Every if week. I do or if Every. I don't, that becomes, that's the trigger point because, the NFL, even in 15 or 20 years, when I expect to transact, is going to be an NFL. Dr- it's the draft. It's the yeah. fucking draft. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's the head coach, though, too, right? Is, is no, you look listen, at Parcells and you variables. look at Rex no, Ryan. Listen, I'm with you. Yeah. There's a lot of variables, but let's let's be honest. Bruce Arians is not a good coach. Aaron Reed is not a good coach, mm-hmm. a.k.a. very good coaches yeah. that can't win the big game mm-hmm. until they have the guy. Yeah. Like the Je- I'm sitting there, and the Jets are on the board, and – and I'm like, we're about to take Jamal Adams because that's what all the press said. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a relationship with Mac. And I'm sitting there and I'm saying, wow, we have Josh McCown, who I love, one of my favorite humans on this. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. We have Josh McCown starting this year. We don't have a quarterback. I'm in love with Deshaun Watson. I, I, mm, would, I, I will never yeah. lie. I wasn't, I didn't know enough about Patrick Mahomes. I didn't know, right? right. I didn't know. Yeah. But that's not my job to know. Yeah. The but you're, you've seen what Deshaun was doing in Clemson. You saw that. 
I also was also deep, you know, that was now we were in the football recruiting game. So not only did I know what Deshaun was doing on the field, I had a good sense of like his character as a leader mm. and things of that nature. Obviously there's a lot going on in Deshaun land now, but I fully like, there was zero doubt in my mind that he was going to be a successful quarterback in the NFL. Right. We don't have one. Mm-hmm. We're on the board and, and forget about my own feelings of what I thought about Jamal, which is completely become true. Right. I, and I feel comfortable saying this to you because I've said to him, I'm like, man, this guy's a linebacker. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And now he's like, I was like kind of joking about that. Yeah. Oh no, he's full fledged. It's, it's turned out to be absolutely true, yes. which is bonkers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was very in that, you know who I compared Jamal to coming out of the draft and mm-hmm. it's really played out. Erlacher. Erlacher. It was a safety. Safety in New yeah. Mexico. Sa- yeah. 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 And I was like, there's something here. And I think I'm really, I think Jamal would be dominant as a full-time linebacker. linebacker. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. we had a guy small, here, it, you know. Roy Williams, used to play with us with the Cowboys. Right. right. Similar Remember, in a lot of ways. University of Texas. Yeah. Uh, that, Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, he'd be Oklahoma, disgraced. Right, right, right. Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's right. Like, it's, anyway, nonetheless. There was I'm another super, Roy Williams. I'm super. Yeah, there was another. That's where yeah, I thank you for picking up on what I did there. I realized after I said it. Um. I'm very salty because unlike last year, you knew the head coach was a lame duck, so you had mm-hmm. hope. Mm-hmm. You knew you had, an, you, first of all, you thought Trevor Lawrence was in the cards most of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we are in full rebuild as, as it feels like for the last decade, but you don't have those assets, Yeah. yeah. right? Yeah. Now, you're, now you're dealing with your new coaching reality and you're asking yourself what's gonna happen here. You're dealing with your new QB, Oh, listen, I'm I'm a 40 year vet football fan. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes time. I'm cool with it. Like, you know, like I get it all, but you're starting to lose ammo. You know, we have a draft class, not this year's class, which has actually been very productive, but last year's class, Becton's out and came in completely out of shape. Yeah. And might be too big to begin with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking the Min, the, you know, I don't have to tell you guys because you guys know, like the Denzel Mims thing is a meme in itself. Yeah. Both of our third round picks that year, Ashton Davis was my favorite pick in the draft, mm. but he's hurt. Right. Mm. The, the defensive lineman from Florida can't even get on the field because, by the way, it's the strength of our team. So he's not, like, that entire draft is a wash. Right. And that's, like, you, we've gone a decade without drafting well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sucks. It sounds familiar though. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. What's Welcome what, to the club? What do you have? What do you have in the draft next year though? Do you have have you traded away? And I haven't followed you on no, close we're, enough. No, we're in the other good place. We okay. have our own pick, which fuck, okay. right? Gosh, yeah. <laughs> One. Exactly. And, and quarterback again. <laughs> and I act, no, I don't think so. Listen, on on the flip side, on the flip yeah. side, we've had a lot of quarterbacks come through this place. Mm-hmm. I tend to be pretty pessimistic because I'm, I'm just protecting myself. Yeah. But this kid's dynamicness, upside stuff is yeah. different yeah. than anything we've seen. Yeah. Listen, he may not be. Jeff George was dynamic. Like you could be what you don't have right. to be. Just because you're dynamic doesn't mean you're going to be. But like, we've definitely not had a quarterback that slings it like this. Yeah. 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 He's definitely. And like, what I'm worried about, really, what I asked myself, I flew up to Boston today for a meeting, and the whole flight, I'm like should we've sat this kid all year? You know, you think about Rodgers, you think mm-hmm. about Mahomes, you think about Brady, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. man, it goes both ways. Obviously, yeah. Kyler's been successful. Like, it go- but I was like, man, was this kid, like, could he be sat a year? Like, we don't do that. Like, I think about that shit a lot more yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, think about anyway, what Peyton none- did in Indy, though, right? I mean, look at his yeah, first listen, year. Exactly. Listen, listen, you never know. 
20 interceptions. So, listen, yeah. I've been so around the block. Yeah. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to Monday. Like everyone has such a hot take 40 seconds into a career. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm not worried about that. What? Oh, so final thought, because I know we're bouncing around and we're having fun now. We also <laughs> have Seattle's pick because we got two number ones for Jamal, which is the best trade the Jets have made in a long right. time. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think Seattle's in trouble. I do yes, too. they are. I do too. So yeah. I think I think that thing can fall apart real fast. The mm. Russell thing was weird. Yep. I don't have any details, but it was weird. Mm. There's mm. where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. The Pete Carroll model, which by the way, Salah's gonna have two. Mm-hmm. That kind of coach, it's really, really, really good when it's good. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the best version, better yeah. than the Belichick version. Yeah. Agreed. But it can fall off real fast when it's not good. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. And when you don't and have so, a defense. Yeah. I, I, and there, and by the way, the NFC West is impossible. Oh, bro. Uh, the, the cards are three and oh, right? Well, now. The, the Rams, Rams are three and oh, the Rams are the best team in football. Yeah, the Rams are the best team in football. Best, the Rams are the best oh, team in football. Yeah. Today. No, but the, no, listen, the they're, Rams are the best legit. team in football. Today. Yeah. The Rams <laughs> are the best team in football. <laughs> yeah, today. Honestly, I really believe that. I think Stafford has always been underrated. I've yeah. always loved them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, not, this is like, you know, everyone's like Sam Darnold, right? Weapons. Right. I've been like, man, what about Stafford? Stafford actually gave you reason to believe yeah. this would happen. Right. I think McVay's good. I really do. Yeah, he's a damn good coach. He's, I, I mean, they're solid. Is. They are solid. They're hey, let be, me. They're gonna be good. They're gonna be good. Let me introduce my my, my group here. Ben yeah, Gibbs to my right here, or to your left, I would say, and then Tyler uh, Klutz as well. Both uh, both athletes. Tyler played with the Cowboys. Chicago Bears, yeah, yeah, every every damn everywhere. team in the league uh, for a number of years, and Ben's probably the best athlete of the bunch, and uh, didn't yeah. you know, he had an injury in college, and and uh, now he's sitting I, next to me. Now I, I, you yeah. know the funny joke in my family is the best Manning never played because he got hurt. Oh yeah, so, yeah. I mean, even that shit. You know what? By the way, I was talking about it today actually. About you know somebody asked me about Joe Douglas, and I said I'm actually a fan. Given you know right. he's you know the media in New York is shitting on him. And, and you know what I hate about the media? And this is a fair thing. Right. People don't clarify things that are really, really unfair. They're like, Joe's been our GM for three seasons, mm-hmm. but they're not talking about the fact that he didn't, he came, remember the Jets did that weird thing yeah. where they let fucking McCagman draft yeah. and then they brought in Joe after right. they fired yeah. him. Yeah. You know, so he's only had two drafts. Sid, this yeah. is one included. So, um, but I, what I said was, even if Joe's right about Becton, in business, my life, when I'm right about an executive, yeah. I get the dividends. Yeah. yeah. Let's jump into yeah. your story, the, uh, please, uh, Gary V. Listen, at 14, you joined the family business uh, at, at your father's liquor store. Man, give us some background. And, and what was life like at that point? It was pretty good, actually, because only, you know, 14, 11 years earlier, I lived in a studio apartment with eight family members in Queens, and we just came to this new country, and the economy was shit, and my parents were scared, and it was intense and mm. I'm a little baby, but you're feeling that. Right. And, right. and I remember like, you know, m- you know, living in Queens c- kind of just knowing, like you don't know any different when you're that young as I was, but you know, just knowing that people had cars and we walked everywhere. Like you knew stuff, you knew stuff, even as a, you know, you're an animal, right. You're, mm-hmm. you're sensing things. And so at 14, my parents at that point, my dad lived the American dream. He went from a stock boy to owning his own liquor store. Now it wasn't, Walmart, but it was a family business and we were, you know, we were middle-class family. And that was when you're middle-class coming from where we came from a hundred bucks in America with no language, you're feeling mm-hmm. kind of like we made it right. to be frank. Right. Yeah. And I was, what else was it like? I was a terrible student. And my parents said, you're a bad student. So you have to learn how to work. And so they 
put me to, like, my parents often say to me that they regret the way they treated me because I work like a dog, like every weekend, every summer vacation, all of that. Mm-hmm. I hurt my back as a kid because carrying the case of liquor. So I think my parents would say that they regret some aspects of it. I struggle when they say that because I'm so grateful because gratitude and work ethic are foundational to so much good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I also am such a purebred entrepreneur that, yeah. you know, one of the reasons I love sports is, and you guys know this, all three mm-hmm. of you, there's athletes that were so gifted and it was their way out or a way to make money that they play sports. Right. Then there's another group that has all those things too, but they actually love it. Like they yeah. would kind of play football for free yeah. or basketball or tennis. That's who I am as an entrepreneur. None of it for me is because I thought it was the way to make money. It was all because it was my destiny. Mm. I love doing business, lemonade stands, shoveling snow, washing cars, selling baseball cards, working in my dad's liquor store, falling in love with building a wine retail store, investing stuff. The way that people love golf and sailing and hiking and yoga and and like playing video games and reading, cooking and watching sports, that's how I treat work. Uh For me, this is a blessing. I am truly that... I love my work like a hobby. So at 14, it was like kind of the beginning of my life. I hated school. That was my whole framework prior. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now I'm working in the store. Very quickly, I'm showing my dad, who I didn't really know because he worked all the time, that I got a little some magic in me. Mm -hmm. He, to his credit, gives me room to breathe. So I'm doing random shit, moving around case stacks, taking the peanuts off the counter, putting little bottles of champagne. Now our average sale is going up. I'm a... I'm really a Coco Goff. I'm really a LeBron Kobe. I really believe that. Right. The reason I give so many kids a lot of room when they started my company is I don't think business is any different than sports. There are 22 year olds that come yep. on the scene yep. and do work from day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't need expe- You know, everyone's like in business, like, well, you got to have exp-. I'm like, Randy Moss walked in day one and did damage. That's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you, but you see it. But you're seeing these young entrepreneurs come in. But you know, what is the one? What is the one thing that you're looking at when you're seeing these young kids come in at 22 years old? What is today, it that? What's the today, skill? Today, I'm looking for: Are they full of shit? They're doing it because it's cool, mm-hmm. right? Are they putting entrepreneur in their Instagram bio to hook up, or do they live for this? Yeah. Right. Right. Because mm-hmm. in 07, when I started investing. Zuckerberg, Evan Williams and Jack Dorsey, uh, you know, David Karp who founded Tumblr. I was betting on them because I'm like, oh, you're like me. You breathe yeah. for this shit. Mm-hmm. A couple years later when this all got hot, the social network movie came out, everybody saw the money. Now, now I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Like rappers that I think are the coolest in the world think I'm cool. cool. Yeah. 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 Athletes that I think are the coolest, they think I'm cool. And how do I handle that? Not the way you would think it makes me realize like, Oh shit. Again, I got lucky gratitude. I'm thankful. I can't believe being an entrepreneur is now cool. When mm-hmm. I was growing up, it wasn't right. Right. But that also means everyone's always going to try to be the cool thing. People yeah. always wanted to be a rapper mm-hmm. or an athlete or in the eighties, a rock star. Mm-hmm. So now what I'm seeing is a lot of people who just want to be an entrepreneur cause it's cool. Right. And what I'm looking for is, do I believe in this person that it's in their DNA or are they subconsciously trying to be it because it's the thing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so is that the separator then in your opinion? It's a hundred percent. You, you, you stand out in the crowd because you actually love it. You yes. don't stand out because. And, and because I actually, a couple things, I actually am good at it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, one thing that's unique about my career is like, 
I'm good at it. Like yeah. I built one of the largest wine stores in the country. I invested in Facebook and Twitter before anybody else. I co-founded Resi, which is a $200 million exit to Amex. Yeah. I sold Empathy Wines for over hundred million bucks. VaynerX is a $300 million a year revenue business. I mm. am one of the most known people. I built my personal brand. VFriends is one of the five yeah. most successful NFT projects. Like, you know, at some point my personality confuses people to how good I am. I almost think I'm like a Novak Djokovic. Like mm. I think Joker is underrated because in tennis, he's a little bit too much for the tennis establishment. So they like Nadal a little more. Same with me in business world. I'm a little too ridiculous Mm -hmm. to be taken serious for how good of an actual businessman I am. So I think it's a great question. I think I stand out because against the odds of how much I fucking talk it, Mm -hmm. I'm over delivering on my hyperbole, but it's confusing because that's just, people don't do it the way I do it. Yeah. 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 So you talk about like, I'm good at it. And, and I think back in the late nineties, early two thousands, when you took your dad's liquor store, took it to online sales, like direct sales. I mean, that was way ahead of its time. So do you just have the four, like, does an yes. entrepreneur just have the foresight to say, okay, Hey, I can a plus B I, actually equals this Z. Is why I, this is why I keep it real humble. My parents had sex at the right second <laughs> on some real shit. Yeah. My parents had sex at the right second that somehow yeah. gave me some shit that just makes me see stuff slightly. And actually, I'm going to use this context of this show. I have always attached to when athletes have said shit feels slow, slow. or, yeah. or yeah. the game slowed Slows down. down. To me. Yeah. When I, let's talk back to what we we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson, it feeling fast makes sense to me. Yeah. I everything always felt slow. Even back in 96, I'm like, the internet's going to be big. There was no debate. It was like, this is going to happen. I've always understood how people thought, why they did shit, Mm -hmm. right? NFTs. Why do I know? Because people want to flex. I know why people buy clothes. I know why people buy cars. I know insecurity and confidence. I know it. I know it as if like, like, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I know that NFTs are gonna be something people use to express themselves. Yeah. It's why new social media was gonna work. Followers, blue check marks. Right. And I know and I know why people say no, because they don't understand it, they don't wanna do some work for it. So I yeah, I always had it, but but again, that's like being born LeBron. Yeah. LeBron is probably incredibly proud of the work he put in to be who he is, mm-hmm. but I'm sure LeBron goes to sleep sometimes and also realizes he's an athletic freak born that yeah, way. He yeah, he just knows. That's right. That's, yeah. that's how I yeah. feel. Yeah. I yeah. have mm. worked my fucking face off yeah. for 30 plus years, but let there be no confusion. I'm incredibly aware that I'm unusual in my ability to see around a corner. Right. Yeah. But let me ask you about that because I've got this theory that work doesn't feel like work when it's something that you're truly into. So for you personally... Does the last 30 years feel like you're working your ass off or does it just feel like this is just what I do? This is who I am. Not only that, my man, let me add something. So the answer is you've got it pegged, comma. I like it so much that I actually have very little business anxiety because I actually, and nobody will Mm. believe this. So I get it, but but I'll spit it. I just don't care about the money and or the perceived winning or losing. Mm. One of the great things about my career that I try to push on to everybody else is I don't hear the booing because I don't hear the cheering. Right. Mm. Like not only do I love this game, I like it so much. I feel like I'm playing in my backyard by myself. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You know, again, and I'm throwing this at you guys because I think you guys know this better. I do believe I've always believed that business 
My brother coined something. I'm pissed it's his. I got to give AJ credit. <laughs> he once said in an interview or somewhere, he's like, business is the fifth major sport. And I loved it because yeah. I understood what he was trying to yeah. say. I think you guys have met people in the locker rooms through the years where it's just like calm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just know when it's ups, when it's downs, they're just, and that's how and, and, that, and that's through the chaos. You're saying, I mean, through Correct. the chaos. For me, yeah. going out a bit, like a company yeah. failing, uh, or this Friday, this Friday, I, I don't know when you guys are here, but we're taping on a Monday. This Friday, five of my original drawings from B Friends are being sold at the prestigious Christie's auction. Mm, mm-hmm. That's some crazy shit. Yeah, my right. art being sold next to Andy Warhol. Yeah. And fucking mm. Like it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But but even when it gets that high or I have a big multi-hundred million dollar exit or something goes public, V Friends is worth is got a five hundred million dollar market cap. It's something I invented nine months ago. Mm-hmm. I just don't think I'm special. I don't think I'm better than anybody. It's kind of like irrelevant what everybody else plays for. Yeah. I'm just doing it because I want to play. Yeah. So, so Gary, let me let me ask you this, and, and we want to wrap up because I know we got to get you to this next deal, but you're talking about athletes, professional athletes, right? The 0.01% make the top level. Entrepreneurs, same statistics, right? You've got to be the elite of the elite to make it to where it is. One, one big difference. Oh, actually, I'll let you finish this thing and I want to add something. Go okay, ahead. no, I love that. So, but speak to the 99.9% that may just not have the gift. Their parents didn't have sex at the right moment in time right. to gift them because there's such a, there's such a, a, this is why I got you. This yeah. Is why you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. And I'm going to add something. This is why entrepreneurship is special. Mm. Unlike the thing the three of you had, or even worse, and I don't know if it's worse and I can't speak for your life, but injuries, right? Mm-hmm. Like entrepreneurship. And of course, entrepreneurship has real life stuff, but in real sport, in sports, mm-hmm. the 0.1%, you're actually right, right? Mm-hmm. To get to the level that we talk about, I was thinking about t- in a meeting earlier today, I said the most underrated influencer that you can do work with from a marketing standpoint is a college star that didn't make it in the pros. That's right, mm-hmm. right. Because a college star that didn't make it in pros was famous as fuck yeah. mm-hmm. on that state or region. Yes. And, and because they didn't make it, many of them, I don't have to tell you guys, mm-hmm we'll probably take a five or 10 or $15,000 deal and you can get a lot of value if you market them where they were, you know, Greg yeah. Oden, who's a wonderful guy. Mm-hmm. I've met him a couple of times. He was a real superstar at Ohio mm-hmm. State. That's right, yeah. Right? Braxton beast. Miller, yeah. an Uber yep. star, mm-hmm. right? And Brax is my guy. Like you give him a $25,000 marketing thing, he'll look at it. And if yeah. you want to do work in Ohio, yeah. especially with 30 year olds, you got Brax, yeah. right. right? Right. In business, if you're in the top 15%, you're a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, so unlike sports, the reason I love entrepreneurship is you don't have to be the 0.01%. You have to be the 0.01% to be me. I'm going to buy the New York Jets for billions of dollars. Right. Yeah. Right. But if you make $613,000 a year, cause you have a $5 million business mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you like it, that is a golden life. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's a good and that is not in the top, you know, yeah. so like, yeah. you know, so I think that, and by the way, my favorite thing, back to tying a bow on this, this chat, my favorite thing is I'm 45 and my career started taking off a decade ago when it first did. I started meeting athletes that I grew up liking who were a little bit older than me. As I've gotten to know a lot of 30, 40, 50, 60, and 70-year-old athletes, athletes couldn't replicate the adrenaline mm-hmm. after they retired in the 70s, 80s, yeah. 90s. They just couldn't. Yeah. 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 
from what I can tell, and maybe you guys know this better, I don't know if most athletes can fully replicate the adrenaline of being in front of 80,000 people. However, no question, business has become a healthy outlet for the modern athlete as entrepreneurship got big, where they don't have to go, I mean, the amount of athletes that are 37 years old, I don't think normal human beings understand this Mm -hmm. unless you're really deep in it. When you're 37 years old and you retire, mm-hmm. 37, mm-hmm. from something like sports, the drop-off is the reason so much alcoholism, That's drug right. use, yeah. depression so came in. The fact that business now has this thing that a lot of them can go to. I, I had a meeting with Des Bryant six months ago yeah. talking about NFTs. Mm-hmm. The passion in that man's eyes. Yeah, no right? lack of I it. Remember, you know what no I No lack left, of it, yeah. I left that meeting saying, Good for him. Mm-hmm. Because listen, we all know Des, that he's got a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. If he didn't have something that could give him that fire, who knows where that energy goes? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. When I looked at it, I'm like, good for him. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. gonna be able to put that. And, and I think I think business is the greatest thing that has happened about the popularization of business in the last 15 years mm-hmm. that I believe is that not only for athletes, for many people, it gets to replicate something that they can't find anywhere else that's sustainable and forever. Yeah. I'm 45 yeah. heading, heading into the prime of my career. Yeah. Mm. If I had been lucky enough, like I wanted to be as a kid, an athlete, mm-hmm. I would have been long retired. Unless mm-hmm. you're Tom Brady. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I know we're yeah. out of time. Yeah. That, that's uh, that's why I want- Because we had the technical difficulty and because I love this energy. Yeah. In January, we're going to do this again. Yes. And I want to talk 360 VR uh, animation videos with you at some point. So next time we we get back, we're talking. Love you guys. All right. Love you too, man. Take care, brother. Thank you so much, brother.